Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 283, Taking Off the Superhero Cloak. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world. It's good to be back with you. And it's good to have my voice back again for this Gemini. And I hope you're having a good week and enjoyed that very full moon in Virgo. And we're moving on into a new cycle. And it just reminds me how important it is for us to keep our immune system healthy, both mind, body, and spirit. Now, remembering that our immune system is really about knowing what is good for us, what is not nurturing us, what does not give us pleasure. So it is that deciding point between what will I bring into my body, into my soul that nurtures me, and what will I release? And always to remember that even though we may be beyond the COVID period at this time, it's good to keep up those vitamins and minerals that you took maybe during that time, zinc, vitamin D, vitamin C, and reminding ourselves that sunlight brings us that vitamin D, that movement, excitement, enjoyment, having new ideas, allowing ourselves to be flexible mentally, breaking out of old patterns are all things that are showing us that we have a strong immune system, as I say, on all levels. When we find ourselves locked into fear and anxiety and unable to travel both mentally and physically, then we're coming from a place of not feeling in control of our lives. And helplessness, as I've always said, is one of the downsides or one of the factors that leads to a deficient immune system. To making ourselves helpful and creative is really important. And this really led on to my theme for today, which is about heroes. And not only heroes, but superheroes. So when I was looking at this, I was looking at, first of all, the idea of heroes and how we see heroes today. And I think they're very different from how they, we saw them when I was young. We often saw someone as a hero who had overcome great problems and disadvantages and managed to succeed, whether it was a physical disability or a mental or an upbringing. And we would say, what a hero they are. We would see people who perhaps were in service, who gave to others in their service, in other words, firefighters, policemen, military, doctors, people who put themselves beyond their own needs for the sake of others. We would call those heroes. A lot of that has changed, as you probably know. And we've also recognized that service can mean sacrifice, and sacrifice isn't always a good thing to do if it means that you are losing not only your own life, but sacrificing the life of those you love by giving your life and service to others. I believe in family first, self first, and then moving out. And what we've also come to understand is that heroes now come in very different shapes and sizes. 
And the gaming industry has shown young people that being a hero is how many of the blots can you actually kill? How much can you destroy? And this is seen as now the way in which you measure your heroic factions. We also see heroes as being called influencers. We see how many followers do you have? This is, wow, that person is inspiring me because look how many followers they have. Look how much they are influencing people around them. Are they heroes? Maybe a different type of hero than I would have seen when I was younger. This is a, a different world we live in and the value systems have dramatically changed. But this isn't necessarily the theme I want to focus on today. I want to look at superheroes. And superheroes have been again emphasized in the Marvel movies. The Spider-Man, the Superwoman, the, all the others, and I'm sorry I don't keep up with all the different factions of this. But these ideas of having superpowers that makes you more intelligent, more powerful, stronger, having a stronger intuition, being able to fight the, the baddies. All of these superhero energies are feeding into the lives of our young, of, of those who watch these films and saying, inside me, we have these powers, which on one level, I'm very keen to say, yes, we have more power within us than we often express in our outer life. But I'm also talking about just maybe those of us who have worn a superhero cloak and are ready to take it off. So what do I mean? I'm meaning where have you seen yourself as being better, different, more equipped, more resourceful, more intelligent? more able, more willing, more determined, and giving you that idea that you are a superhero in the lives of others. And recently I've been very aware of people I've been meeting who carry that load because it becomes a load. It becomes something that you feel you can never take off because not only do you have expectations of yourself, but now you have the expectations of everybody else. And you know you have a problem when you try to take that cloak off and everybody goes, oh, what are you doing? We need you to X, Y, Z. We need you to be there for us. You are no longer the person that we put up on the pedestal. How dare you not be available? So when we become indispensable to our followers, to those who we believe that we've been helping, we have a problem. And so commonly, we will describe our role in terms of something that I think religion has encouraged. To be in service is to be spiritual. To sacrifice yourself, not think of the needs of yourself, only think of the needs of others. All of these things have been given the, the green light. They've all been given the gold star. Look what you sacrificed. Even though you died young, what the heck? 
even though you gave nothing to yourself. What the heck? Look what you did. And I have to say, I don't know if that is what is worthy of a gold star. Is that what we need to do? But there's something where we deny ourselves and we know we're denying ourselves that is not healthy. I talked about last time about the azuras and the divas, the one could say the black and the white, the dark and the light, the masculine, feminine. But it's, it's really the duality of life. And it speaks to us so much about this dual role in our bodies, the contraction, the relaxation of our heart muscles, the in-breath, the out-breath, the contraction of our bowels, the relaxation of our bowels, the need to sleep, the need to be awake. Everything in our body is telling us that this balance between these two energies, just as we had the Azuras and Divas pulling on the serpent to churn the milk, is essential. And over and over again, I'm reminded that when it comes to the heart, the coronary muscles are fed by the coronary arteries during the stage of relaxation, diastole. Not fed during contraction. In a similar way, we could say very little positive is nurtured during the stage of the sympathetic nervous system. But when we're in our parasympathetic state, that state of relaxation, that vagal nerve stimulation, that so many parts of our body are relieved. We've all seen that when we're in a stressed state, so much of our body doesn't want to function in a normal way, except those parts that are needed in a fight and flight response. So making sure we had a balance between give and take, contraction, relaxation is, I believe, an essential part. So taking off that superhero cloak. So being the hero has that suggestion of doing and we don't necessarily have another word for it, hero-less, but that need to step back, relax, disappear sometimes. And I think in being brought up with Christian stories, I love the stories that often said, and Jesus went away, and then Jesus came back. Nobody ever questioned, where did he go? And I always remember one of the great teachers I enjoyed listening to would say, why do you think in the Ten Commandments the message was, remember the Sabbath? It was because of all the things that we will forget, is that the Sabbath or whatever we want to consider it to be is a day of rest. It's a day of not doing. It's a day to go away, take the cloak off, disappear, and then come back again. And this whole cycle, whether, again, I could use it in the estrogen progesterone cycle of a woman, the, the waxing of the waning moon, the rise into the summer solstice and then the decrease towards the winter solstice, it's there everywhere. But when we wear that cloak, it isn't a cloak of invisibility, it's a cloak of visibility. 
And so it makes me question, why don't we want to take that cloak off? And if I think of the different chakras, again, wearing that cloak, you could say at the base chakra, if I take that cloak off, I might become invisible. Nobody would notice me. I don't fit in anymore because they're so used to me being responsible or stepping in or being the one that has the answer to the questions. Maybe they would just reject me because I have nothing functional to contribute. Maybe that's why we wear these super cloaks. Look at me. I have a value. I bring value to this community. And I remember those times where I would take a year off every seven years to have a sabbatical. I didn't just do one day a week. And the first thing was I saw myself as being an invalid member of society. And very interesting that we use that word invalid, invalid. We, someone who is an invalid is, is really an invalid member of society. And I found, wow, no longer do I have a role, an identity, a superhero role of being a doctor. I'm just someone who doesn't seem to fit in and, and that really was something I had to work with. Do I exist beyond my identity of being able to step in and be responsible and all those other things I've just mentioned? What is my validity? But it was also a great relief to take that cloak off and to actually be someone without no identity that was necessarily uh, essential in that moment. I could be me. I was free to be me. I could actually be whoever I wanted to be. And I find that's a very valid part of taking off that cloak, which is, wow, I don't have to live up to a certain identity. I don't have to be the responsible one, or I don't have to be and I'll say the eldest child, if you were the eldest child, I don't have to be the one that's even got a problem. Sometimes the superhero is the one that has the problem that all the focus goes on. And that's another cloak we wear. It isn't a cloak of super abilities. It's often ones where poor them, we can pour all our attention into them and that makes us feel better. So it can be the one that, that needs all the attention, can also be a superhero for everybody else. So what is that cloak that you're wearing? And if I move up to the sacral chakra, it makes me think about the ability to receive. Again, this balance between giving, receiving, contraction, relaxation. And I would suggest that 75% at least of people I meet in the world have difficulties receiving. Far easier to give than it is to receive. And what are the reasons we don't receive? And I always say there are about five of them I hear around the world. If I receive, it shows I'm vulnerable. If I receive, it shows that I, I'm no longer in control. If I ask to receive, I may not get what I want. And I've had that before, so I just don't ask anymore. If I receive, I might actually be refused. And so I don't like that rejection, so I don't ask. If I ask or to receive, there may be a debt Last time when you asked, I gave you this, now you owe me this. 
So it's better to be independent, not to ask. Be the one that gives. And that's why so many of us go into the caring professions, because I can guarantee nobody cares what your needs are when they're very involved with their own needs. Rarely do they come in and say, yeah, but how are you? It's much more, how can you help me? So learning to receive isn't, isn't just a benefit for those who want to give, I have to say. But it's amazing how many people will say to me, what if I ask? I mean, that may make me feel so bad and they may not like me for asking. But when we look at it the other way around, if you're always the giver, nobody ever stops you. You, you would never stop, even though everybody said, please don't do this for me. So learning to receive is part of taking off the superhero cloak, letting someone in. And that also means another analogy might be taking off your armor. So that armor is also protecting you from your vulnerability of being needy. Much easier to help those who are needy than to be the needy one yourself. And commonly, I see people getting sick so that they can learn how to be disabled, switched off. <laughs> Sometimes it's the only way in which we actually allow people to come into our lives is when we can no longer be the able one. That might be mentally or physically. So letting people help us is such a big part of this. And I think we can all be doing this now. We don't have to wait until perhaps we are... Uh, needing to do this through illness. And then we move up to the solar plexus, and that solar plexus is, again, so much about validity. And especially those of you who have Leo energy in your charts, needing the approval. But it's also Virgo-like. It's about feeling that you are in that place where you have to be perfect. So living up to that superhero cloak of being perfect or being valuable. And that can tie into the empathic energy, the sympath sympathetic person, where you're really saying is, look, you're so lucky because I'm so empathic, I'm taking on your energy, your emotions. So again, it's becoming valuable through the deficiencies of others. And that's something I have had to work with myself because it's very easy to constantly be feeling that, wow, this person is disabled or an invalid. And so my help isn't seeing them on a equal terms. I'm seeing myself as superior to, the, to their state as I meet them. And I think there's many in the health professionals who carry on that framework. And we see it also in politics, in religion, you need me to tell you what to do. You need me to help you to know God. You need me. So all of the guru following, the teacher following, the Messiah followings are really a rather uh, patronizing way of saying, I am a superhero and you poor thing down there need me. Of course, we go to the heart chakra and that's about finding that balance of the immune system that I started to talk about at the beginning. What does it feel like to be in balance? 
so that it isn't about the give and take there. Now it is about the natural flow of energy, giving, receiving, giving, receiving, no hierarchy. Throat chakra can be about not wanting to be seen as weak, wanting to be strong-willed. We see it coming through on stubbornness, etc. I'll do my thing <laughs> as long as I stay in control. Third eye, again, a balanced place. Meeting of opposites, the two serpents facing each other. And then the crown chakra, where we're again not necessarily putting our spiritual self above our human self. Some people will say, oh, yeah, my spiritual self is the superhero and my poor human self is the lackey. lackey. <laughs> and they're not. It's really... This, the crown chakra is saying, I am all, I am nothing, I'm in total balance. So when do we know we have to take off that cloak? Or hopefully I'm giving you some signs. It's not the cloak that's the problem, it's why you're wearing it. And also to recognize that we are being played. To be a superhero is not necessarily going to give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. It's a game. It puts you in a place that doesn't allow you actually to be your own inner hero. What does it mean to be your inner hero? It's to actually love yourself at that depth and to be in tune with your higher self where you say, I'm actually okay as I am, whether I have all these followers or whatever's going on in my life. It's also recognizing that there is a problem. As I say, if you take that cloak off for, for five minutes and people start to say, oh, where are you? You have a problem. And so difficult for so many to acknowledge that they have signs of dissatisfaction, exhaustion, can't sleep, irritation, resentments. What is your body, your body out of balance? heart arrhythmias, breathing problems, whatever it is, your body's saying, no, 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 there's too much sympathetic nervous system happening here, not enough parasympathetic. We're not in balance. We're not sleeping. We're not whatever. And allowing yourself to say, thank you, body, for showing me the imbalance. I wasn't seeing it. Sometimes I say to someone, do you ever get irritated or resentful of the demands on you? Oh, no, 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 you know, they've had a hard life and they need me. And da, da, da. We have to be mindful. It doesn't, it's not about making an excuse for yourself or others. It's about honoring your feelings. If we start to feel irritated or resentful, that's the time to stop doing what we're doing. It's certainly my premise that when I was a GP and I was seeing the 40 patients a day and I could feel this part of my heart sinking at the thought of, oh, I have to see all these people. I knew there was a resentment. And it was that day that I said, enough, I'm stopping this job. Because if I'm doing something not from the full heartedness of compassion and, and generosity, then I shouldn't be doing it. So telling ourselves, oh, I do it because I love this person. No, how do you feel about yourself doing it? How does your inner self feel? Is there an ounce of resentment or exhaustion at the thought of doing this? If there is, stop, reconsider, create another format, 
create another contract. But make sure that you take that cloak off and recognize that there is more to your life than being a superhero. So I think I'm going to stop at that point. I hope this is helping us all. It's very hard sometimes to recognize that even though we're getting a lot of accolades for what we do, that being fully true to our own path may be to disappear from that for a while and see and find if we still exist beyond that, to be able to see that inner light rather than the outer spotlights that are shining on our achievements. Bless you all, bless your light, bless the light that shines through you wherever and whenever you are, that will never be extinguished. Until next time, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Tumblr, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heartspeak.